Well, it might not look like it right now, but today is the busiest day of the year here at Blessed John the 23rd Parish. And uh, we'll reflect about that, but welcome. Welcome if you are a regular parishioner. Welcome if you are visiting after a long time or if this is your first time here. We are glad you are celebrating this special day and this special service with us. We have very interesting readings today that we have traditionally for Ash Wednesday. We have in the first one from the prophet Joel about God calling the people saying, sound the trumpet, gather the people, and repent. And then we have a gospel where Jesus says, when you pray and give alms, don't blow a trumpet. How do those two work together? So we'll reflect on that. At any university where lots of students go home for Christmas and Easter, the two biggest days of the church year are Ash Wednesday and Palm Sunday. Why is that? Well, some cynics say it's because those are the two days of the year when you show up for church and you get something for nothing. I don't think that's the case. But the real reason may be related to receiving an item to take out the door. Ash Wednesday and Palm Sunday are the two days of the year when we receive concrete, tangible signs that we're trying to be good disciples. It's one thing to converse with God in private about your failings. It's something else to publicly wear ashes on your forehead. It's one thing to unite ourselves with the sufferings of Jesus by praying the Stations of the Cross. It's another thing to carry blessed palms folded into the shape of a cross. These external symbols are reassurances to us that we're trying to straighten out our lives. But wait, doesn't this go against what Jesus preaches in today's gospel? We place ashes on our foreheads today, but Jesus tells us to wash our faces. Pray to your Father in secret, he says. Do not let your left hand know what your right is doing. Were our Jewish brothers and sisters in the book of Joel Wrong to blow the trumpet, proclaim a fast, assemble the faithful, and weep publicly. Not necessarily. Catholicism embraces, as it does with most paradoxes, the both-and rather than the either-or. We pray both privately and publicly. We contribute to charities both anonymously and at fundraisers. We fast both to remind ourselves of the abundant blessings we have received and to share our excess with those less privileged. Remember that during Lent, when you give up meat and you fast, the extra money is supposed to go to the poor. That's why we do it. The key to what Jesus says is in the subordinate phrases. Do not perform righteous deeds in public in order that people may see. Do not pray on street corners so that others may see. Do not make a show of fasting in order to appear to others to be suffering righteously. Today, so many people describe themselves as spiritual but not religious. They say that religious institutions are full of hypocrites. They would willingly join a church that was free of corruption and abuses if such a church existed. While we believe that religious institutions are guided by the Holy Spirit, we also know that they are made up of imperfect, sinful people. 
Let's be clear. There is no real church on earth somewhere made up of sinless people. Because all people are sinful. But when the church is at its best, we acknowledge both our sinfulness and our call to holiness. We both pray to our Father in secret about our failings and gather as a community in penance to receive the grace to try to do better in the future. There are plenty of bad reasons to make public displays of our prayer, almsgiving, and fasting. But there are also good reasons to make our deeds known in humble ways. I spent a year and a half hanging out with a particular group of friends before I learned that each of them volunteered in the community in substantial ways. One worked at a soup kitchen every every week, another was a tutor, and so on and so on. I was surprised. Just think, if we would let people know about the importance that we place on prayer, living simply, and helping our less fortunate neighbors... Imagine how many people's hearts could be touched by our collective witness. Of course, the church is full of hypocrites. The only person who was ever completely consistent in his words and actions was Jesus Christ. But the good news is this. If you're trying to model your life on Jesus, we're always glad to make room for another hypocrite like you in our church.